All right, Pancreation Philosophy, episode 205. I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz. Welcome again, listeners, to the show. And we got returning guests. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Uh, Kensei Sato. Kensei Sato returning to the show and recovering from, from some <laughs> things we've already talked about. But uh, yeah, it's been a... It's been a mainly recovery for you for the past couple weeks, right? Right, can't say. Yeah, for sure, it has been. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's kind of continuing. I mean, I guess a different kind of resilience. Not like a, I remember last time we talked, it was about a little bit more big stuff. But I think small, small things in resilience are still important because if anything, I think that's more common. I think that's like the little bumps that kind of people go through. And if anything, I especially for beginners, I feel like sometimes it's so easy for a beginner to be like. Oh well, a little bump in the road, but then like, well, I guess I guess it's time to just shut this car down. <laughs> I guess it's just not meant to be. But um, yeah, so I guess I mean you can go further into like what's been happening. I know you, you had a, uh, it was like a skin. Was it was it the skin that came first or what? What happened? Uh, well, <laughs> it's it's been one after another, but yeah. it was the it was I was recovering from like a knee knee injury, a knee injury, a small yes. one. And I was just kind of working around that, which was is, going great. Is that on the side? Is that on the same uh, knee that your ankles affected yep. it? Oh, what a <laughs> shocker! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, knee knee injury, and I was working over that as well as uh, ankle was starting to heal fine, and then um, what was it? On Tuesday, I started feeling. No, it was Tuesday that I took a break because I had some scabs and the, the coaches, I showed it to one of the coach and the coach was like, yeah, it's probably better with what's going on in the gym and infections popping up that I took a break. So I told yeah. the coach, um, all right, I won't show up until my scabs are gone on my right knee. <laughs> and then that night of, I started like, I woke up with like sweats and fever. Mm -hmm. I think it was fever, but I knew it was sweats and body aches and mm. like shortness of breath. And took uh, ibuprofen, I think, went back to bed, um, wake up, getting ready to go to work and my left shin, it's, it's hurting. So I look and it looks like this red, huge bump. Mm. Not just bump, but like a huge circumference of like a so like swelling yeah swelling <laughs> yeah swelling yeah and I'm like oh this looks like staph mm -hmm. and then you got the telltale symptoms of you have a fever you know yeah. your body your immune system's compromised mm -hmm. yeah yeah but anyways finished out like a eight hour more than an eight hour shift I think of that day mm -hmm. it was just in the heat um landscaping decided to go to the ER because I was just um, I kept what was it it was just a constant battle mm. of getting heat flashes and yep. feeling yep. sick for future guests I will disinfect the chair he's sitting on <laughs> 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 gotta burn that chair <laughs> 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 yeah. as they're concerned like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This. but uh, okay so you went to the ER <laughs> yeah. just because you're like hey this is a uh, 
This is concerning. Yeah, it was really starting to concern me. I should have went to urgent care because they they charged me two grand for oh, the visit. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I googled. You're like, it. is this a real emergency? Yeah. <laughs> I googled it and it said anywhere from fifteen to like two grand. I was like, well, it's a simple prescription. So. So when. I guess, well, I guess maybe option, but when they bill you, mm-hmm. or did they, uh, so did they send out the bill or did they give you the bill there? So they gave me a choice of the bill there. They said you can do a deposit yeah. and within five, six weeks if you qualify, if you don't qualify for Medicaid or whatever, or I can't remember what it was, but it was an 800 something dollar deposit. Yeah. And then they said, we'll bill you the rest. And you can figure out your billing plan depending on what happens. Yeah, so so that's the thing that I've learned about is that all um, all medical fees are actually negotiable. So when you when they when when they're giving you the bill, you pretty much just ask okay, what is the total like now? Because it's easy for them to like say oh just a little bit and then they'll mail you and then they mail you like a huge bill because you know it's easier to send that without the face-to-face contact but it's hard to say like oh yeah that'll be two thousand sir (laughs) uh, that's why i asked and the woman was like really uh um transparent Transparent. oh we gonna charge you (laughs) it's gonna be expensive she's like yeah we get you on the um when you come in fee kind of thing yeah 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 should have been emergency (laughs) Yeah, people right now, like if they're, you know, if you're in an accident, make sure it's a big one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was the best timing because I just had canceled my insurance yeah. from the move and stuff. Good time. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, so so you're, well, people learning a lot. Yeah. Go, to ur- go to urgent care if you have a choice, especially if you can walk there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Or if you, can, if you can move yourself there. But okay, so you're there. Got hit with the bill, and then and then the, that night, yeah. <laughs> that night it I goes. was like, you know, this doesn't feel like it's just. <laughs> yeah, doesn't feel like it's just like it's a, just a yeah. only um, the staff infection causing yeah. this because I think I started coughing or something. Got so it. I took a COVID test that night. Turns yeah. out positive. Positive, nice. <laughs> you know, and who knows? You probably already had. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, a suppressed like immune system yeah. due to the infection so well not just the yeah. immune system working i think i just started landscaping so mm-hmm. i was going and it, uh the landscaping starts around six fifteen mm-hmm. in the morning so my sleeping schedule wasn't ah so getting less yeah le- less sleep so i was yeah. only getting like anywhere from four to six in during around that time and then mm-hmm. also working out in the heat and then putting in overtime like 10 hour shifts I think that just killed my. It wasn't one thing; it was everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was everything that 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 led to it. Okay, okay. So now, so you got an infection, and then also, also you have COVID. So then, that's pretty much what you spent the the past couple of weeks. Yeah, we're recovering from. So sure. it seems like you're now on the on the, on the upswing of that. So how yeah. is, how, how how's that feeling? Oh, good. I got a test on Saturday, and that came up negative. That's good. Nothing was growing. So, yeah, um, I'm just making sure I let this uh, scab heal. Yeah. It's a very, it looks like a dot now. So Got it. So it's not not, not swelling as bad. So that, mm-hmm. that's good. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's always a constant. I mean, it's a constant thing just for any kind of, any kind of skin infection or any kind of infection just in general, just because 
there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of sweat and then people bleed and then there's like open wounds and there's just a possible, pretty much the possibility of infection is just very high. And you just have, always have to be cautious of that. And that's, um, yeah, it's it's just a it's just a job hazard. <laughs> yeah. It's just a regular safety hazard of anything. Because people always talk about you know the brain damage or like you know the big things, but like no, really the small things can be the things that, 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 that get you can most. kill you. Exactly. <laughs> like people go like yeah, people. I pretty yeah, more people die of staff than traumatic brain injury. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and then um, yeah, exactly, and and that that just shows, but. That that's definitely one thing to be cautious about. Just um, yeah, open wounds. I think one one thing I've gotten recently for open wounds is just a liquid band aid. Yeah, and I feel like that's really good at just sealing like any, just just anything because the biggest because pretty much the biggest thing that spreads an infection is an open wound, and if it's if it's unsealed and just open, that's how bacteria gets in. Oh, for so sure. That, for that's sure. that's one of the key things. No, I usually kept uh, neosporin and yeah. antibacterial cream in my bag, but now yeah. I'm gonna start. Like what you suggested, the new skin, for sure. Yeah, the, the new skin, just in terms of still, just just because you don't, you just don't want the possibility. Of yeah, that happening. you want to be safe yeah. as possible. Yeah. And if anything, I think maybe here, just because of the arid climate, it could maybe the skin just gets drier, maybe oh. easier to cut. I think that's one thing. I've noticed. Who knows? Just but if anything, that makes you have to be more on your uh, on point with like <laughs> just, yeah, just with your health, just maintenance yeah. of your skin. Yeah, and, exactly. just, and I guess immune system as well. Exactly, because that's well, that, and that's a big factor too. A lot of people don't think about that the skin is the biggest defense <laughs> to like <laughs> yeah. for your immune system. No, it, it, it like it, it really is because anything that's on your skin gets absorbed <laughs> like yeah. by by your body. But yeah. Good old old skin infections. So, I guess we'll talk about we'll shift gears. We'll talk about I guess. So let's talk about like martial arts like styles, or I guess not necessarily just like martial arts styles. I think because I believe like learning styles and movement styles are patterned pretty closely. And I guess we'll talk like for you can say like when when did you discover? And I know you're still constantly, of course, discovering. But like when did you discover like what was a what was your like not just your learning style but also like how you how how would you do how did you develop like learning that oh yeah. man uh, <laughs> how much time you got <laughs> yeah. a lot of things had to happen for yeah, sure yeah. um i was um, the question was learning style yeah yeah learning, learning style and yeah, then also you said when did it start? yeah let's just say when did when were you aware of what your learning style was Okay, that's that's when I was going through like a my mid twenty my mid twenties when I when I was going through a lot of like a red pill phase, and mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of research. Um, since I'm introverted, I was searching up a lot of <clears throat> a lot of things about introversion and how they tend to be more of an observer, and I started learning about learning learning types. Everybody learns different. Learning how to learn. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Learning yeah. how to learn, and I uh, read. I read up and uh, saw some YouTube videos about observers, and okay. I was like, "Oh, well, this is this is me. This is how I learned mostly: doing and observing. Doing and observing. Yeah, yeah. And um, observing is kind of a hard thing to do because people don't like being watched. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't like making other people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, don't want to be a creep. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> Let much. Let me just what watch I'm you. <laughs> I'll just, and when I when I tend to watch, don't worry, I'll just, just be over here in the corner. <laughs> no, that's what I am some, doing. I'm taking mental paper. notes. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> so don't um, mind me. I'm just watching you. <laughs> okay, okay. So you're observing. So you noted that that was your learning style, and in terms of. So then, once you realize, okay, you're an observer, and then I guess you're talking about it now, but how did you develop that? Especially, you know, not wanting to come off oh. <laughs> as a group when you're in, ter- in terms of. Well, that. develop. Yeah. I think I develop. Uh, I think that's just that's just who I've been since I was young. So, yeah, so that, that was already. So, pretty much, you just. Uh, in, pretty much by the time you realize you're, you're an observer. You were an observer already. Just yeah, now. I've been like, doing it. The you whole you just time. you just putting a name to it. Yeah, it's like if you had. Well, it just kind of yeah. made sense because I thought from school everybody was supposed to learn. You know, the way the that way they talk, yeah. the way yeah. which yeah. is by doing all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, and then you realize, like, wait, okay, got it. So more more observer. So okay, but I guess once you realize you were an observer, did that help you develop more in terms oh, of like in terms it of that? Yeah. maximize my training. Like, okay. Because you understand how you learn best. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I realized that um, my strength was... My, not my strength. My physical energy was limited. Okay, know? yeah. So, what As I... As is most people. Yeah. <laughs> what I Most are androids. Is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 What I would do is... Uh, I'd hit all the classes that I... Like, the fight practice. Yeah. And then, what I would do is I'd come at night... And do maybe a few classes and then just sit down and watch. And the best part about observing is following the coach teach. Because mm. now it's almost like you're getting a private. Mm. And not only that, not only are you getting a private, you're watching the best students do their technique. And you're, you're, you're pretty much doing the repetition mm-hmm. 100% of the time correctly. Got it. So through through observing yeah. that. Okay. Okay. That's, so that's one of the best ways for me that I've found out that works for me, as well as putting that into practice. And then putting that into practice. Got it. So would you say that? So you observe it, and then you're running through those mental repetitions. Do you? Is there also like writing involved? Like or like how do you how do you um, store that information when, to, when you're watching it? I try. Yeah. Um, I just it's just the same thing as muscle memory the more you watch the more it's going to so be pretty much you're just visualizing yourself yeah. like doing the movements or visualizing yeah. the movements and then, yeah work. when it's time yeah. to practice it mm-hmm. I visualize that person mm. and I try to just through that visualization I try to um, really let nature take its course mm. I mean it's not going to look exactly like it at yeah. first yeah. especially yeah. but the more you envision it the more it you start to become Got it, got it. Hmm, interesting. And then, so you're there learning about learning and learning what your learning style is and I guess, and, do, and then figuring out how that helps you in terms of practice. Uh, then in terms of like other, let's just say, because yeah, we train together. What, what do you think, what do you think like my learning style is uh, after like training with me? Uh... I definitely say you're a do type for sure. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. Your strongest, I would I would say, as well as you are an observer. Mm-hmm. You might I. Hmm. 
I think you tend to observe first and then do, but but not not as much as like let's say for example somebody who's um, a natural observer. A, na- a natural observer, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah. a do guy. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't observed you enough or taken enough mental notes. But Take my mental notes. You, seem, that. you yeah. seem like a do guy for sure. Yeah, I would say definitely. Like looking at my learning style, I would say I'm like more of a kinetic learner. I I do the things, and then I I guess I observe like afterwards, mm-hmm. or like it's like in post. Like okay, like what what happened? What happened there? But definitely, I think more of the um, yeah. I'm Are just you like uh, the feeler type? You have to feel the move. Yeah, I gotta, I, well, I gotta feel the move to understand it, and okay. then it's like okay. Okay, like well, let's see where where this goes there, and then and then I'll 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 observe. But when I observe, I observe with the point. Okay, what's that person feeling, and then how does that feel to there? So that's how that's that's typically how I learn in now, terms of that. I know there's like a, I can't remember all the types of learning, but yeah. there's like the there's one where yeah. there's written instruction mm-hmm. and people explaining. Um, there's the one where you're a, more of a kinetic feeler. Yeah, um, where you're more of an observer by watching visual and by doing. So there's like what four or five. I yeah, can't there's, remember, there, yeah, there's like several. If ones. you were to put a percentage, what just roughly, roughly off the, off the top of your head, what would you say you would be? Yeah, I would say probably. I'd say probably most probably be kinetic, just in terms of mm-hmm. feel, and then I would put. Uh, let's see. I put observing. Uh, let's see. I'd either put observing next, and then. Terms of what were the other ones like written instruction? Or? Written instruction, like I guess written instruction would be like like a textbook to, kind of thing. Textbook yeah. or like the teacher explaining it or yeah. like um, oh, pretty you, much just like putting it into words and making sense. Guys, like auditory, like yeah, pretty much like taking like, that like in. Uh, let's see, do I say? Yeah, I would say probably, yeah, kind of say probably kinetic first and then observing because I'm trying to, when I see others, I try to figure out like how, how they're using those moves. And then um, I guess, well, in terms of explaining it, because I'm pretty good at dissecting and then like explaining that, I would say probably that's probably third, but that's not necessarily my learning style, but I know that's some other people's learning style, so I had to uh, translate that nice. for there. And then... Was there like another type that the you mentioned? Another yeah. type was uh, what was it? Yeah, because we talked um, kinetic. We did like written, written or auditory, uh, observing. What was oh, by doing. By doing. By doing. I guess by doing. I, I guess the, that counts already. I guess that would fit into muscle memory. Yeah, it fits in muscle memory. But yeah, that's pretty much like the way the way that I've observed it. I've, I've learned, and then that's that's pretty much what's 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 worked for me. That's just a matter of developing developing that more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. I mean, that's one of the essential things that, especially for beginners, like learning how to learn, just so that they can, I mean, progress faster like that. Because if you're Especially, it's figuring out like what you're naturally better at, or not necessarily naturally better at, what you're already more accustomed to doing. So, because then that's how you can learn further. Because mm-hmm. that's the that's the thing. Well, maximizing you're, your learning. Exactly, maximizing your learning, but then that also opening you up to other learning styles. Because no, yeah, no one's just one learning style. Like <laughs> yeah. that's it. No, nothing else. There's no other way. There's multiple ways of learning, but some people just gravitate towards like a few like a few things or what they're naturally naturally better at or what they more accustomed to doing so and then that's how they develop uh, more knowledge in that way 
So, okay, so we talked about learning style. So now in terms of, I guess, like fighting style, or like movement style, what, um, I guess, what would you say, like, influences your movement style? Um, hmm. Influences my movement style. Uh, influences movement style as in who inf- what kind of style or what kind of background influenced me the most no like pretty much like how, how how do you how do you realize like why do you move like a certain way and why do you think you move in that way I think there's two main factors that put in uh, that would attribute to that and one of them's just what what you're exposed to in life mm-hmm. as far as uh well it can be on the mats and off the mats yeah what influences you yeah. in terms of that yeah and then and then uh, also who you truly are as a person mm-hmm. um that's just how how i believe those two those two things the the two main things that attribute to that attribute to that to then style individual style got it so then okay so then for you like what 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 would you say were your were your outside or inside like influences on and off the mats in terms of that would you would you say there were Mm -hmm. several or were there were there some big ones that you would say what you took the most from yeah i'd say the traditional martial arts okay would be something that was physical on the mats as well as um just my my personality as in general i tend to i'm a i'm slow in everything especially Mm. in decision making Mm. because i like to make the right decisions and in traditional martial arts was there like a specific one i i personally believe it's taekwondo and karate they're more point based as well as the tradition of traditional martial arts Mm -hmm. it was you know they had weapons they got the, it the fights were supposed to end within one or two strikes yes because you don't have that much time you don't have that much time on the battlefield you know, on the battlefield yeah so, pretty much you you this is when you're on when you don't have a weapon and you need to <laughs> and you need to kill somebody yeah. like that's coming at you probably on horseback or some shit and not only yeah. that it's you don't just you can't just be jabbing somebody to no, death no, no. <laughs> we gotta get real shit done here <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think those two were what influenced me as okay. the way I move, kind of, mm-hmm. um, as well as there's other things as well, like staying uh, in constant motion, in so constant rhythm. Constant motion, constant rhythm. Okay, okay. And then, yeah, would you say that came from traditional martial arts or just, that just came uh, from like other things? Yeah. Taekwondo points sparring kind Got of thing. it. Just kind of bouncy and then yeah. outside and then, all the, and then all the way inside. Okay. Just, I guess wanting to feel free. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. That's I, probably I more you acquire as a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, you know, I don't like being under the thumb of mm-hmm. uh, just anybody yeah. for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's more. Got it. So traditional martial arts and then also just you as a person just in terms of you feel comfortable when you're moving and yeah. when, you, when you're free f- when you're free, free to, to go move. wherever yes I guess sounds good and then upon I guess when did you yeah when did you when did you discover that that was like part of your, part of your style when, when you were moving or I guess 
when what did you when what did you figure that out did you did it just happen like i mean kind of like when you were uh figuring out your learning style right you didn't like think i am an observer mm-hmm. yeah oh uh, yeah it was around that time um i was very lucky to be training around that time under coach jason mertlick or mertlick i can't remember how to pronounce his last name but okay He's very open-minded in what he does, and he's very humble to just people finding out their own, being their own person. And uh, we worked a lot of open stance techniques during the fight, um, during the fight team practices. And by open stance, like what do do you mean by that? Um, Open stance, one, uh, one person would be softball and one person would be orthodox orthodox got it so open and style match not only that i was i was like uh helping one of my teammates and she just for whatever reason happened to be fighting a lot of softball so i okay. turned softball for her yeah, all the yeah. time and i always uh i always felt repressed with all my other past coaches they would tell me no you can't go softball yeah so, no I was like, well, this is well, the perfect time. Once, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. This is the perfect time. You're under the thumb. <laughs> yeah. You you face orthodox when you get out. <laughs> Pretty much. That was, that was just how they, their yes. attitude was, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, interesting. But in doing so, you felt more... F- not only were you free to do so physically, but mentally you felt free to do what you... Well, just the environment. And yeah. then I, I kind of like was thinking, well, as a human being, you don't walk, like, with one lead forward. You walk with both leads. <laughs> and I just thought that's more Get natural. your logic out of here. No, really. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like you're just more natural that way. You're supposed to swing your your arms when you I walk, too. like this. <laughs> you see someone just like, nope, walk like this, left you, foot you forward all the time. walking around in your house, like... Left, left, yeah. left, oh, left. Oh, I have left. to pick up my cup with my left lead forward first and... <laughs> Brush my teeth. Like I this. am robot. <laughs> da, da, da. So it just uh, feels more natural that way. Someone's really angry right now as they turn with their right <laughs> hand. Like, All those traditionalists. You. Yeah. Just look at this open-minded freak <laughs> stating his mind. But uh, okay, so felt both physically and mentally free just in that kind of situation. And then do, would you say that opened up your mind to, to I guess, more avenues of training? And, yeah. And, and, and so, then yeah. especially just the the open mindedness of the coach, just his demeanor and how he how he'd um he just let people be. Yeah. And I remember even at first when I went softball on free freestyling drills, yeah. Like I'd look at him just to see if I was doing something wrong. And he pointed at the door and I'm just <laughs> <laughs> have like this cold yeah cold uh look in his face because he just has like a very cold exterior yeah but yeah after like the third fourth time that i did i was like oh i guess he's cool with it because he's not saying anything so that's where everything changed for me got it as fighting and then so so let's take this to now so much like last time so now let's say like you're coaching you're coaching like let's say a fairly new like a fairly new person like so what like what would your because you know there's the extreme of where you're like a drill sergeant like no you do this mm-hmm. and that's it or you know the openness where like all right just do just do whatever 
when you when it's somebody let's say like day one like how how strict would you be on on that scale would you be like this is what you need to do here or like for so, you for you personally what what way would you go well it depends it depends on the situation um okay so day one as in like somebody who doesn't know anything doesn't know anything doesn't about have, Mar- yeah oh. let's just say the like total blank slate oh well, yeah. i tell them first the basics right the you basic, need yeah. you need to have your hands up chin down mm-hmm. um I'll, I'll let him choose okay your hand can be anywhere from your jawline mm-hmm. to your temple because because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Your elbows should be closed or it can be a little open depending on why because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And <clears throat> you don't break head knee toe rule. <laughs> what? <laughs> I teach him about head knee toe rule. Yeah. 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 And uh, till then, pick one side that you're, that you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. that you want to be. And then after, after you get those basics down, then you start doing both sides. Then you start exploring, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better to be good at one side yeah, than you crap at, at both. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're essentially doing way too much at one time. Yeah, and you're going to look like a complete idiot yeah, exactly. after training two, three years. That's pretty much the way I would say it, too. It's like you learn how to write with one hand. I mean, sure, you can write with both yeah. if you wanted to. But <laughs> if you try to write with both, you'll get nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> your essay, your essays right will just there. go like, what the fuck is this guy <laughs> trying to do? Yeah, so get good with one, and then you can then you can yeah. get good with two if you choose if you choose to like however much you want to explore with that. Yeah, because I, I think I'm on that kind of route too, where it's like okay, like whatever. I'm not so big on yeah. There's like general concepts that you need to be like good at, and I'll I'll search for those. But there's no like one way, but there's some generalities that you yeah. want to be that you want to know, oh, and then sure. yeah, and then yeah, you want to just be sure you're, you're competent enough at these before you go to the next step because you don't want to. It's because that's the foundation. Like you don't want to just start building like around it. If the foundation's crap, then that's just then that's just longer progress for you because you have to go back and fix no, the, fa- sure, the, the foundation. Sure. So yeah, I definitely agree with those kinds of concepts. Just like um, yeah, so I guess it's more it's more in the balance. I would say just depending on like how I guess how they move, it may be more inclined to like, okay, this is the way, but still open to like okay, there is like there's several right ways. There's no one right way. But there's also definitely some wrong ways that you yeah. don't, that you, you don't, don't that you don't want to do. Every yeah. time you move, yeah, 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 yeah. That you don't. Yeah, there's definitely some wrong things that you don't want to do. Yeah. And if you're doing that most of the time, something is gonna go wrong. So yeah, I'd say that's probably like the general way I would I would teach somebody to. Okay, so now let's say what's going now a bit further. Let's say okay, they have developed a good. Uh, foundation and then so you've seen several movement styles right and then let's say like how do you um okay let's say the person is like getting ready for like their first competition like they're starting to get to have a good enough skill set they want to compete how do you i guess discover like what um like what's your thinking process discovering okay how does this person fight best like do you would you have like a plan for that well, yeah, I guess my plan would be, uh, depending on if the person said they wanted to fight or not. Yeah. I, Let's just say yes. Coach? Yes, yeah, oh, okay. Coach. Yeah, well, I yeah. have to observe them from day one. Observe from know? day one, yeah, just from see. Day one. Yeah. And uh, talk like to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, take mental notes. Yeah, they notes. take mental notes. Well, yes. Because I'm, 
if they're my student, I, I better be the best coach that I possibly can be. You know? Because you want to be, yeah, because you want to be, yeah, because you want to be aware of their attributes mm-hmm. and what their natural, or I guess what their, what they gravitate towards to maximize their abilities. Okay, so sure. what, like, what particular, are there any, is there anything in particular that you're looking out for in terms of mental notes? Yeah, what their weakness is, what mm-hmm. their strength is, mm-hmm. what, um, do they do well under pressure? Or yeah. what, how do they react during pressure? Got what, it, got what it. What is their pressure? On? Okay, let's do a hypothetical scenario like this. Let's say they don't react the best under pressure. How would you How would you help that if you know that they're about to compete in a fight where there definitely will be pressure on them? Like he's going up against a pressure fighter? No, no, no. Like he's he just full. He, I thought you were talking about pressure just in general. Like, are you talking about pressure just in I, th- I thought you were talking about pressure like oh this I, I don't like the pressure of having to do something oh like uh, well wait let's let's be more specific on okay. the pressure like what I'm, I'm pressure? You, what kind of pressure were you talking about um just pressure as in maybe somebody's a more of a pressure fighter oh, okay like and, like uh, specifically someone that's pressuring <coughs> and, 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 and they don't like that okay let's just say that let's just say they mm-hmm. do you just may have them see that scenario over and over again well, first, I'd need to explain to the student, hey, I've noticed this, and mm-hmm. this is your weakness. You yeah. don't do well under pressure. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully by that time, I would have gotten to know the student. And, Got it. Um, so you're aware of how they react to situations. Hopefully yeah. I, I know not just how they react to this situation, but what's the root cause of it. Mm. And what is their... What is... Um, depending on if the student was willing to talk about maybe yeah. their past trauma or something mm-hmm. or you know I, just like so how, how they can help the solve problem. yeah open <laughs> up sure. yeah 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 well one yeah identifying the problem and they go like okay why is this the problem like yeah. here yeah 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 just making sure that they're open yeah because no a solution's worthless if the person's not open yeah, <laughs> like to sure. do you it you can't just yeah. be like okay well this just is, do this yeah just do this I, I just think of the coach that, that just yells just stand up <laughs> just stand up oh, <laughs> why don't you just isn't that isn't that just such a no I uh, I never want to be that. that it's just so it's just so cringe inducing when I see it. I was like oh. what like what do you say or I know that's why I guess after seeing or I guess expecting like better out of coaches when I see like bad coaching or like bad advice like that I'm like man what were like how 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 did it get to this that you're the person that's being trusted to help help this person you're doing such a disservice Disservice. yeah i mean one of the worst kinds of disservice and i've been i i um one of the reasons why i've i'm continuing to learn Mm -hmm. and not you know not hanging up the gloves or anything because i i've been in the short end of just terrible coaches that mm-hmm. acted like that and yeah. I told myself I will never be that guy and I yeah. even if I slip up and do uh, I'm you know I want people around me that's going to keep me honest yeah yeah never, you want to you want to be a but you want to promote it and well not even promote you want to practice a better culture yeah, than that because you sure. don't want to yeah because if and anything that just, just the just the trauma and the yeah. and just the pain that it brings on to the student it's not it's a terrible thing and mm-hmm. it, it can set them back so far mentally never man it's absolutely one of the worst sins in mma i've ever seen in my oh life. definitely mma and fighting and just pretty much just coaching that. in general in terms of that yeah. but um yeah that's why 
I mean, but it's still, you see it, like, all the time in, like, professional fights, and oh. I hear, like, corner advice, and, like, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> in how the is highest. It, yeah, at the sometimes. highest level. You're, you're like, how the fuck is that helpful? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, you know what I mean? It's it's a, it's a sad, sad state, but, sure. uh, but no, but that's the thing. That's, that's all you can do. All you can do is just with what you can do and making sure that you not just uh, promote but also practice like better culture so then that you know disseminates <laughs> like to to yeah to to just uh, to just better martial arts like overall but yeah I'm getting kind of off tangent there okay so if somebody yeah so figuring out back to the problem showing the problem to the student seeing if they're open to like solving that problem and then going about yeah like, figuring I, I out the best have way a to dialogue and see where i can do it even maybe it gets to the point where i can offer the kid emotion code yeah. sessions or whatever and who knows if i feel like this could if that's like the right solution yeah. to that yeah whatever the solution is i want to be able to find that solution if i can't help the kid then I'd send well, it. Well, the door's that way. No, I'm just no, kidding. Well, yeah. in a essence, yeah, I'd be like, hey, I think you need to go to a different gym that's better for you. That's like you better suited to... for them, maybe? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I don't I don't ever want to hold back anybody from yeah. their own personal growth just because of I got some kind of weird, in, you know, insecurities. Because you're, you're not going to, you don't want to put somebody else under your thumb yeah. in terms of that kind <laughs> like, of way. Now you're under my. <laughs> now it's me. You can't go to yeah. any other gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah, so just yeah, just realizing maybe maybe there's something better that that they yeah. would need. Anything yeah. I can do to send send that person. Pretty much, you're just there for their overall improvement. Yeah. And if it's not with you, then that's then that's mm-hmm. fine. And the door yeah. will be always open mm-hmm. as long. Door's as always know. closed. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way. <laughs> they're gonna, you know. Maybe maybe it's not ready or not that time yet for me to offer my services. Or maybe it's a <clears throat> whatever circumstances. Yeah, whatever circumstances. So I guess could you see like, okay, what, uh, yeah, what would a circumstance be where you're like, oh, it doesn't seem like I can help this person. Like what kind of scenario do you envision that would be? Um, if the person's lacking humility. Mm-hmm. And um, the in that case, the door is not open. <laughs> the willingness to be vulnerable, man. Yeah, like, okay. That's always been my my cutoff. Got it. If they're not open to be vulnerable yeah, yeah. with anybody in my life, yeah, it's just when they're going to run away from the truth of at least my truth of what I'm perceiving and what's not working for them, and they shit on it and. And you know, pretty much gaslight me. You know, that's pretty good. I'm just gonna throw throw this away. Ah, I see. No, no, and that's and that's very understandable because you know you can't. Well, you set that standard like in your life. So why would you? Why would you work with that even in like a business standpoint? Yeah. Right. uh, Yeah. Everyone has their own standards, but when I think when people are willing to brush the truth under the rug then they well they can't help themselves and if they're not willing to help themselves then I how can you help them it's no different than when an alcoholic doesn't want to yeah yeah you know go to alcohol Mm -hmm. anonymous and go go through therapy and be completely 100% naked and truthful Mm -hmm. 
and heal heal yeah. themselves. It's the same concept. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I think I think that's pretty much it right there. You can't help someone that's not willing to help themselves. Yeah. It's like you're on a plane, like, hey, let me help you with your mask. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? The plane's perfectly fine. Well, like, all right, for no, all but right, it, just keep on by. Was it? Everybody has their time. Everybody, everybody has um, times that you know they might take five years to recognize that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they might need to like lose their dog or go through a breakup to realize that. So door will always be open to anybody because you know people could change. Yeah, yeah. I okay. believe that. I don't. One hundred percent believe. But at this time right now, you're better off elsewhere. Yeah, at this time yeah. right now, yeah. get out. Yeah, get out. <laughs> get out. Get out for now. <laughs> for now. But also understand so like ready. why you're why why yeah. why you're getting like out because it's not meshing well. And if it does mesh well now, it's not going to mesh well. Like oh. as long as you continue on this pathway, oh, which it sure. seems like that you're on. No, so I think that's a, that's a very valid point, mm-hmm. and I think that's also just in truth. That's why it's it's a fine it's a fine balance in terms of uh yeah in terms of coaching just like um yeah that's why i always like laugh when there's like huge like mega mega gyms like how many like how how well do you really know all your students when you have like so many like things i feel like you can only focus on so oh for sure so many many different like aspects like that i mean i mean props to people that that do do that but it's uh yeah it's like okay how, how much attention like can you bring and then also how much uh like how, how connected are you like to the student and if you can connect with them and will you help them for their personal well, growth? Well, some people are yeah. really good at just understanding people. Yeah. And I've realized, um, I think when the gym was really big at 4-7, Coach Jason, I think that was one of his just giving gift, God-giving gifts that he had. He's really good at understanding people. Got it. And really quick at mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. As well as, um, I think... Um, I've been at Syndicate for a short amount of time, but Coach John Wood's really good at reading the situation really well. It's almost like when he was talking <clears throat> at the end of practice, he was talking about what I was going through <clears throat> at the end of at the end of practice. I'm like, man, is he is he does he read my mind or something? So <laughs> so some coaches can do it, just not. Everybody. not they most coaches. help everybody yeah you know? yeah yeah you know, no it's hard to help everybody i mean you can be really yeah, it can be really good but yeah. you can also still miss some people well they might be able to help a lot more people mm-hmm. than um if they had like a normal yeah ability but no but there's person. only so many hours that oh, somebody has sure. so it's like for yeah sure. yeah 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 no so but i understand what you mean some people have a much higher level mm-hmm. but it's just like uh, just like yeah you may have like a higher level let's say chef that can cook more meals mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that they can do an unlimited amount oh, for <laughs> like sure, for, for them they may do it at a higher volume and at a higher quality mm-hmm. but there's still like a, a, a limit to there so yeah no that's it's pretty it's pretty understandable but i also think too just in terms of uh when you're when you're quality coaches that you can you realize like there's some commonalities and there's some ways that uh certain you know you just see much more situations than you're able to. That's probably where the quickness comes in because it's not the first time they've seen it. Uh, Maybe the first time they see it, like, oh, well, I don't know how to do it. But now it's like 10th or now it's the 100th time that they've seen it. Now it's like thought chunking because they've seen, oh, I've 
seen this before just like any kind of move right like if you've seen a move a hundred times and you're like okay well i'm not as surprised as the first time that, that, <laughs> yeah. that i saw this so now it's more it's more of that kind of situation okay let's see yes yeah, so we talked we were talking about getting yeah getting somebody getting them prepared helping them but yeah i think yeah being vulnerable or just being open to like a, a solution is like a is a huge part oh, of, yeah. of being a, well also just a huge part of being a coach right wanting to be coached because if somebody just wants uh now nah, i just want you to kind of be there <laughs> then that's like different then i'm not really i'm then i'm just kind of like uh um, or you're just another body. I'm right? just a chaperone at, the, yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it depends how they're going to treat you, too. Yeah. That's true. If anything, I'll, I'll just chaperone somebody I don't really care about. and like, just get up. <laughs> just, get just get up. up. <laughs> how did you get in? Just get up. <laughs> just Hands up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many different, like, uh, yeah, there's so many different ways that, that you could go about that. But um, okay. So now, so somebody doesn't react to pressure. Okay, let's just say let's just say it's someone that just gets nervous, or that that's like that has that has nerves like before mm-hmm. before competing. Like, how do you uh, how would you like assist? I mean, I'm sure well, you got to figure out why they're nervous about some shit. Yeah, you got to figure yeah. out why. Have some weed. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Well, I, I definitely want to have an open dialogue yeah. to it, and some maybe if I, time is limited and there's only two months yeah. left, I'd just be like, "Hey, this is how you're probably gonna feel because I've watched you in the gym. Mm-hmm. You just get nervous, and you're a nervous person. But let's let's take it one day at a time, and let's I just accept the fact that you're gonna be nervous, and um, um, never never give up on um, accepting." accepting the nerves you get yeah I think it's yeah it's I think that's one thing too it's just not building up somebody's like physical skills but also building up their like mental Mental. yeah their their, their confidence really like big big in that and of course that's going to change depending depending on the person but really if you you want to be sure that they're as mentally strong as they are physically or if anything I feel like physical strength there's a lot of ways like to do that but also being open to understanding mentality is one of the first things of getting mentally strong well i guess some people can also just be so dumb that they don't that they don't think about mentality but oh yeah but that's like i had a coach once tell me it's all about temperament and all all emotions yeah i'm like what the fuck Fuck? (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no. Was like, you can have, you can have like all the great emotions, but you can also fight Mike Tyson. Yeah. Your emotions are gonna get, are gonna be leaving your body. <laughs> oh, where are your emotions now? I think it's to a point. It's like it's it's part it's part of the battle, but not well, the whole. In certain battle. cases, yeah. but in most cases, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you put a percentage, like how much, how much do you think it would be on temperament? Or do you think, of course, it depends? I mean, of course, it always depends, but... Yeah. Oh, that's like the last-ditch effort, man. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like, ah, that's when you're... <laughs> and ah, you just lose, throw it in! If you lose control of it, too, you're going to lose. <laughs> I guess, like, what did he mean? Do you recall, like, what, what, what context yeah, he, that was? He was like, oh, fighting's, like, 20% physical and 80% temperament. You're going to get angry. Oh, got to get angry. Oh, what? That's that? Uh, I don't know. That seems, yeah. seems kind of out there. Um, 
Yeah, well, that's also the trouble with like percentages, because everyone's percentages get, is going no, to be different. Like sure. you know, maybe some people are less emotional, more emotional, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people don't fight well when they're angry. Maybe some people <laughs> yeah. fight great when they're angry. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I knew of a person that um, she would worry so much about doing everything perfectly that when she would get a little bit angry and just stop caring, she would do so well. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, if she could just learn how to control her her emotions and just fight you know with her emotions a little more she would do so good mm-hmm. but but that's the thing if anything the reason she probably did so well because she stopped caring being perfect about being perfect yeah 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 but on the flip side too she could easily go like the if she went like the complete she could go like complete opposite way just not yeah. care about skills if she lost control she, right? yeah 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 so maybe so. maybe she in essence she knew herself in yeah. terms of it's such a yeah it's such it's such a fine balance of like okay what <laughs> no man 80 percent just gotta get angry just gotta no, this, this guy was yeah. like um was talking about how you just have to use anger every time in your emotions and um, you think that was probably just he was just projecting like that that that's how he did it I think or was so. he just kind of making stuff up and hopefully just sticks no, yeah. I think he had very little experience mm. in competing as well as um he was he was a complete hothead yeah so wait angry you say yeah. <laughs> yeah just on and off the mats so yeah this guy was just the angry guy telling other people to get angry <laughs> Well, yeah, but I think that's that's the thing too. I feel like some, some sometimes some coaches can't get out of their own like uh, viewpoint, oh, where they're like, "Ah, yes, my way clearly works because <laughs> I've done it. So why can't you do it? You oh, losers." <laughs> yeah, no, and, and and I think that's the thing. It's like, oh boy, yeah, you just have to under yeah. I'm saying everybody's different. It's like uh, no, those coaches are red flags for phonies usually. Oh, de- definitely, de- yeah, definitely, yeah. but. That's the thing too. Just because someone could be, I think it's also on the same thing. Someone can be a great uh, competitor, a great athlete, but it doesn't mean they're a great coach. Yeah, you know, like sure. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure Michael Jordan's probably a better basketball coach than most people. <laughs> but like, there's better basketball coaches than him, and like, it could just be a case where, like, all right, you guys, you just use your, you know, just go out there and dunk. You know, just win, <laughs> dominate. Yeah, just do the things I do. Why can't you guys do that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Bad, they usually bad coaches usually like wisdom and anal, analytical explanations. Yes, so those, yeah, yeah. Those just do it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess maybe. I mean, there may there may, there may be a good coach that doesn't do analytical information. Could be possible. Maybe maybe they're just really in tuned with temperament it could be it's all I, I just haven't seen but it I'll, I'll believe it when I see you it believe it when, when you see it it could, it could be possible I'm gonna be next time like how do you feel how do you feel bro that's that's the key that's the key to fighting um could be I mean I don't think I've seen it either but I but I, I'm open to possibility could happen yeah oh yeah for sure for sure yeah, yeah. and then Let's talk about in terms of so then in terms so figuring out someone's learning style figuring out someone's movement style and then figuring out to how um 
pretty much how they move, how, how, how they're going to get prepared, like what their nerves are, what their mental state. So all those, of course, go into um, helping help, helping a fighter or helping a fighter, you know, get for their, for their first competition. And then, okay, is there any other, like, things that you would want to be sure that you would prepare somebody for? For if... They're heading into their first thing. Oh, first? Yeah, Mm. yeah, for... Um, Well, I want to know the reasons why they want to fight. I want to know... I want them to know, like, hey, this isn't a game. You could end up dying. <laughs> There's real <laughs> physical consequences that could happen. Yeah. yeah. And um, I want to explain it to the best of their abilities. Yeah, so like the gravity they're... situation. It's like, all right, <laughs> wait, this is not a pickup game of basketball. Yeah. yeah. So they, they understand the consequences and, you know, they're, they made their resolve and whatever happens. I think that's one of the biggest things that people need to do before they fight oh no for sure it's like understanding the yeah understanding the implications that, that they're putting so, themselves into like death is a possibility <laughs> yeah I mean may, yeah I mean of course you know leveling degrees but no it's a possibility and you have to understand that yeah mm-hmm. it, take it seriously because it's a serious task yeah. All fact, right. Yeah, that would ease their nervousness. I would, I would think if they made their result, you could die, <laughs> 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 or that might make it worse. <laughs> but in that case, then probably not for them. Yeah, probably <laughs> you know? not for them. Probably for not sure. for you. Probably not for you. But that's yeah. That's how it goes. All right. I think that's pretty good, just in terms of yeah, in terms of resilience. Yeah. So we covered here, resilience. Careful for the small things. Watch out for infections. <laughs> learn your learning style. Learn how how you move and how um, I guess like how what influences that. And then understanding too, like what um, yeah what what motivates you and like why are you doing why why would you want to put yourself in such an insane situation? <laughs> you know, right? No, I think and, and understand yeah understand the real gravity situation, and that's um, yeah. That that's something, yeah. A good coach like sh- should address because, yeah, there's very real physical consequences that could happen. Yeah. All right. It's been Kensei. Any anything else you want to say, Kensei, before we sign off? Um. I guess take care of your body. Yeah, take care of your body. Yeah. yeah if you yeah. if you don't believe in energy healing, um, uh, try Epsom salt bath or Zen Gushui or cupping. Those are really great. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Try it out, see how it goes, and then yeah, take it. You have you have to take care. I mean, health is uh, gotta take care of your health because it could be expensive, as <laughs> as we've learned. <laughs> an emergency, an emergency situation. But yeah, all right, cool. All right, it's been Kensei Sato. This has been Pancreation Philosophy. Bye, everybody.